0: A reading of Numbers in Everett Fox's translation, June of 2019, reading the fourth chapter. Yahweh spoke to Moshe and to Aharon, saying, Take up the headcount of the sons of Kehat from the midst of the sons of Levi, by their clans, by their father's house, from the age of thirty years and upward until the age of fifty years. All who enter the working force to do skilled work in the tent of appointment. This is the serving task of the sons of Cahat, in the tent of appointment. The holiest holy things. Aharon and his sons are to come when the camp marches forward and are to take down the curtain of the screen, and are to cover with it the coffer of testimony. They are to put over it a covering of tanned leather skin, and are to spread a cloth entirely of blue-violet on top, putting its poles in place. On the table of presents they are to spread a cloth of blue-violet, and are to place on it, the bowls, the ladles, the jars and the jugs for pouring offerings, and the regular bread is to remain on it. They are to spread over these a cloth of worm scarlet, and are to cover it with a covering of tanned leather skin, putting its poles in place. They are to take a cloth of blue-violet and are to cover the lampstand for the lighting, its lamps, its tongs, and its firepans, and all the implements for its oil, which they use in conjunction with them, they are to place it and all the implements in a covering of tanned leather skin, placing them on a frame. Over the slaughter site of gold they are to spread a cloth of blue-violet, and are to cover it with a covering Of tanned leather skin. Putting its poles in place. They are to take. All the implements. Of attending. With which they tend. The holy shrine. And are to put them. Into a cloth. Of blue violet. And are to cover them. With a covering. Of tanned leather skin. Placing them on a frame. They are to deash The slaughter site. And are to spread on it. "'a cloth of purple. "'And they are to place on it all its implements "'that they use in conjunction with them, "'the firepans, the flesh-hooks, the scrapers, and the bowls, "'all the implements of the slaughter-site. "'And they are to spread over it a covering of tanned leather skin, "'putting its poles in place. "'When Aharon and his sons have finished covering the holy things "'and all the holy implements,' When the camp marches on, only after that may the sons of Kahat enter to carry, so that they do not touch the holy things and die. These are the carrying chores of the sons of Kahat in the tent of appointment. Accountable is Eliezer, son of Aharon the priest, for the oil for the light, the fragrant smoking incense, the regular grain gift, and the oil for anointing, accountable for all the dwelling, and all that is in it, whether the holy things or its implements. Yahweh spoke to Moshe and to Haran, saying, Do not cut off the tarbs of the clans of Kehat from the midst of the Levites. Do this with them, that they may live and not die, when they encroach upon the holiest holy things. Aharon and his sons are to enter and assign them, each man, each man to his service, his carrying chores, but they are not to enter and see even for a moment the dismantling of the holy shrine, lest they die. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Take up the headcount of the sons of Gershon, they too by their father's house, by their clans, from the age of thirty years and upward, to the age of fifty years, you are to count them, all who enter to join forces with the working force, to serve the serving tasks in the tent of appointment. This is the serving task of the Gershonite clans for the service of packing and for carrying. They are to carry the curtains of the dwelling and the tent of appointment "'its covering, the covering of tanned leather "'that is over it, on top, "'and the screen for the entrance of the tent of appointment, "'the hangings of the courtyard, "'the screen for the entrance to the gate of the courtyard, "'that is over the dwelling and over the slaughter site, "'all around, as well as their cords "'and all their serving implements, "'whatever is to be done with regard to them, "'they are to do the serving task.' By order of Aharon and his sons shall it be done, all the serving tasks of the sons of the Gershonites, including all their carrying chores, including all their service. You are to make them accountable for discharging all the carrying chores. This is the serving task of the clans of the sons of the Gershonites at the tent of appointment, and their charge under the hand of Itamar, son of Aharon, the priest. The sons of Marari, by their clans, by their father's house, you are to count them, from the age of thirty years and upward until the age of fifty years, you are to count them, everyone that may enter the working force, to serve the serving tasks of the tent of appointment. This is their charge of carrying including all their service of packing in the tent of appointment, the boards of the dwelling, its bars, its columns, and its sockets, the columns of the courtyard, all around, their sockets, their pegs, and their cords, including all their implements, including all their serving tasks. By name you are to account for the implements of their carrying duties. That is the service of packing of the clans of the sons of Morari, including all their serving tasks in the tent of appointment under the hand of Itamar, son of Aharon the priest. So Moshe, Aharon, and the leaders of this community counted all the sons of Kahat, by their clans, by their father's house, from the age of thirty years and upward until the age of fifty years everyone that entered the working force for the serving tasks in the Tent of Appointment. Now those counted of them were, by their clans, 2,750. These are the accountings of the Cayetite clans, everyone that was serving in the Tent of Appointment, whom Moshe and Aharon counted, by order of Yahweh, by the hand of Moshe. Now those counted are the sons of Gershon, by their clans, by their father's houses, from the age of thirty upward until the age of fifty years, everyone who entered the workforce for the serving tasks in the tent of appointment, those counted in them were, by their clans, by their father's house, two thousand six hundred and thirty. These are the accountings of the clans of the sons of Gershon, everyone that did service in the tent of appointment, whom Moshe and Aharon counted by order of Yahweh. And those counted of the sons of Morari, by their clans, by their father's house, from the age of thirty years and upward until the age of fifty years, everyone who entered the working force for serving tasks in the tent of appointment, Those counted of them were, by their clans, by their father's house, three thousand and two hundred. These are the accountings of the clans of the sons of Morari, whom Moshe and Aharon counted by order of Yahweh by the hand of Moshe. All those counted, whom Moshe and Aharon and all the leaders of Israel counted, the Levites, by their clans, by their father's house, From the age of thirty years and upward until the age of fifty years, everyone that entered to serve the serving tasks of the service of packing and the serving tasks of carrying in the tent of appointment, those of them counted were eight thousand five hundred and eighty. By order of Yahweh they were counted, by the hand of Moshe. Each man, each man according to his service of packing and to his carrying tasks with his accountability. Yahweh had commanded Moshe. So ends chapter four. A reading of the book of Numbers. Reading in June of 2019. From Everett Fox's translation. The fifth chapter. Yahweh spoke to Moshe saying, Command the children of Israel that they may send away from the camp anyone with Tzarat, anyone with a flow, and anyone Tamai by a dead person. Male and female alike, you are to send them away, outside the camp, you are to send them away, so that they do not make their camp to my, in which I keep a dwelling in their midst. Thus did the children of Israel, sending them away outside the camp, as Yahweh had spoken to Moshe, thus did the children of Israel. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, speak to the children of Israel, a man or a woman, when they do any sin committed by humans, by breaking faith, yes, faith with Yahweh, and that person realizes his guilt, they are to confess their sin that they have done, and each one is to make restitution for one's guilt in its capital amount, adding its fifth to it, and is to give it to the one toward whom one incurred guilt. Now if the man has no redeemer to make restitution of guilt payment to him, the guilt payment is to be restored to Yahweh. It is the priest's, beside the ram of purgation, with which purgation is effected for him. And any contribution including any of the holy offerings of the children of Israel that they bring near for the priest, shall be his. So every man, his holy offerings shall be his. Every man, what he gives to the priest, shall be his. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, Any man, any man whose wife goes astray, breaking faith, yes, faith with him. In that a man lay with her, with an omission of seed, and it was hidden from the eyes of her husband, she concealed herself, since she had made herself tamai, and since there was no witness against her, she was not apprehended, and the rush of jealousy comes over him, and he is jealous toward his wife, she having made herself Tamai, or the rush of jealousy comes over him, and he is jealous toward his wife, though she did not make herself Tamai, the man is to bring his wife to the priest. He is to bring a near offering for her, a tenth of an ephah of barley mill. There is not to be poured on it any oil There is not to be put on it any frankincense, for it is a grain gift of jealousy, grain gift of reminding, that reminds of iniquity. The priest is to bring her near, and have her stand before the presence of Yahweh. Then the priest is to take holy water in an earthenware vessel, and from the dirt that will be on the floor of the dwelling. The priest is to take some and place it in the water. And when the priest has had the woman stand before the presence of Yahweh, he is to loosen the hair of the woman's head and is to place on her palms the grain gift of reminding. It is a grain gift of jealousy. And in the hand of the priest is to be the water of bitterness, bringing the bane. The priest is to have her swear, saying to the woman, If a man did not lie with you, and if you did not stray, to make yourself tamai, under your husband's authority, be clear from this water of bitterness, bringing the bane. But you, if you strayed under your fa- husband's authority, if you made yourself Tamai, and a man gave you his emission other than your husband, the priest is to have the woman swear an oath curse. And the priest is to say to the woman, May Yahweh make you a curse and a cause for oath in the midst of your kinspeople, when Yahweh makes your thigh fall, and your belly flood. May this water of bitterness enter your innards to cause your belly to flood and the thigh to fall. And the woman is to say, Amen, Amen. Then the priest is to write these curses in a document and is to blot them into the water of bitterness. He is to make THE woman DRINK THE WATER OF BITTERNESS, BRINGING THE BANE, SO THAT THE WATER BRINGING THE BANE MAY ENTER HER FOR BITTERNESS. THEN THE PRIEST IS TO TAKE FROM THE HAND OF THE WOMAN THE GRAIN GIFT OF JEALOUSY. HE IS TO ELEVATE THE GRAIN GIFT BEFORE THE PRESENCE OF YAHWEH, AND IS TO BRING IT NEAR TO THE SLAUGHTER SITE. The priest is to scoop out of the grain gift its reminder portion, and is to turn it into smoke upon the slaughter site. After that, he is to make the woman drink the water. When he has had her drink the water, it shall be, if she made herself to my, and broke faith, yes, faith with her husband, the water bringing the bane, shall enter her for bitterness. Her belly shall flood, and her thigh shall fall, and the woman shall become an object of curse among her kinsfolk. But if the woman did not make herself to and she is pure, she is to be cleared, and she may bear seed, yes, seed, this is the instruction. Cases of jealousy when a woman strays under her husband authority and makes herself to my or when there comes over a man a rush of jealousy so that he is jealous toward his wife. He is to have the woman stand before the presence of Yahweh and the priest is to perform regarding her according to all this instruction. The man shall be clear of iniquity but that woman shall bear her iniquity. So ends chapter 5, the trial by ordeal. Reading Numbers in June of 2019 from Everett Fox's Translation, Chapter 6, Saturday of Week 1. Well, Saturday of Week 2, because there was an introductory week of background. Here we go. Chapter 6. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, A man or a woman, when one sets oneself apart by vowing the vow of a Nazarite, consecrated one, to consecrate oneself for Yahweh. From wine and from intoxicant, one is to consecrate oneself. Fermentation of wine and fermentation of intoxicant, one is not to drink. Any liquid of grapes, one is not to drink. And grapes, moisture dried, one is not to eat. All the days of one's being consecrated, anything that is made from the vine of wine, from seeds to skin, one is not to eat. All the days of one's vow of being consecrated, a razor is not to go across one's head until the fulfilling of days that one is consecrated for Yahweh. Holy shall one remain. One is to grow loose the hair on one's head. All the days that one consecrates oneself to Yahweh near a dead person, one is not to come. Even for one's father or one's mother, one's brother or one's sister, one is not to make oneself tamai by them when they die. For hair consecrated to one's God is upon one's head. All the days of one's being consecrated, one is holy to Yahweh. Now if a dead man has died near one suddenly all of a sudden, so that one makes tamai, the consecrated hair of one's head, one is to shave one's head on the day of one's becoming pure. On the seventh day, one is to shave it. Now on the eighth day, one is to bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons to the priest to the entrance of the tent of appointment. The priest is to sacrifice one as a hatat decontamination offering and one as an offering up he is to effect purgation for one, in that one became contaminated by a dead person. One is to make one's head holy again on that day, and is to reconsecrate to Yahweh the days of one's being consecrated, bringing a lamb in its first year as an asham, compensation offering. The former days are to be considered fallen away, since tamai became one's state of consecration. Now this is the ritual instruction for the consecrated one. On the day that one's days of being consecrated are fulfilled, one is to be brought to the entrance of the tent of appointment. One is to bring near, as one's near offering to Yahweh, a lamb in its first year, holy sound, one as an offering up, and one, ewe lamb, in its first year, holy sound, as a hatat offering, and one ram, holy sound, as a shalom offering, a basket of matzah of flour, round loaves mixed with oil, wafers of matzah spread with oil, as well as their grain gift and their poured offerings. The priest is to come near before the presence of Yahweh and is to sacrifice his hatat offering and his offering up, and the ram he is to sacrifice as a slaughter offering of shalom to Yahweh, together with the basket of matzah, then the priest is to sacrifice his grain gift and his poured offering. The consecrated one is then to shave at the entrance of the tent of appointment one's consecrated head, and is to take the hair of one's consecrated head and put it on the fire that is under the slaughter offering of shalom. The priest is to take the shoulder of the ram, boiled, and one loaf of matzah from the basket, and one wafer of matzah, and is to put them upon the palms of the consecrated one, after one's shavings of one's consecrated hair. The priest is to elevate them as an elevation offering before the presence of Yahweh. It is a holy offering for the priest. On top of the breast of the elevation offering and on top of the thigh of the contribution, and after that the consecrated one may drink wine. This is the instruction for the consecrated one, who vows a near offering to Yahweh, in addition to one's requirement of consecration, aside from what one's hand can reach. According to the vow that one has vowed, thus is one to perform, in addition to the instructed requirements of one's consecration Yahweh spoke to Moshe saying speak to Aharon and to his sons saying thus are you to bless the children of Israel say to them may Yahweh bless you and keep you may Yahweh shine his face upon you and favor you may Yahweh lift up his face toward you and grant you shalom So are they to put my name upon the children of Israel, that I myself may bless them. So ends chapter 6. Reading Numbers in June of 2019 from Everett Fox's Translation, chapter 7. Now it was at the time that Moshe finished setting up the dwelling he anointed it and hallowed it with all its implements and the slaughter site with all its implements. He anointed them and he hallowed them. Then he brought near the exalted leaders of Israel, the heads of their fathers' houses. They are the leaders of the tribes. They are those who stand over the counting. They brought near near offering before the presence of Yahweh. Six litter wagons and twelve cattle, a wagon for every two leaders, and an ox for each one. When they had brought them near to the dwelling, Yahweh said to Moshe, saying, Take these from them, that they may serve for the service of transport of the tent of appointment, and give them to the Levites, each man according to his serving tasks. Moshe took the wagons and the cattle, and gave them to the Levites. Two wagons and four cattle he gave to the sons of Gershon, according to their serving orders. Four wagons and eight cattle he gave to the sons of Morari, according to their serving orders. Under the hand of Itamar, son of Aharon the priest, but to the sons of Kahat he did not give any, for the service of transport of the holy things is theirs, by shoulder they are to carry them. The leaders brought near the initiation offering of the slaughter site at the time of its being anointed. And when the leaders brought near their near offering before the slaughter site, Yahweh said to Moshe, One leader per day, one leader per day, let them bring near their near offering for the initiation of the slaughter site. So he who brought near his near offering on the first day was Nashon, son of Abinadav, of the tribe of Yehudah. His near offering, one dish of silver, thirty and a hundred shekel weight, one bowl of silver, seventy shekels according to the holy shrine Shekel. Both of them Filled with flour mixed with oil for a grain gift, one ladle of ten shekels of gold filled with smoking incense, one bull, a young of the herd, one ram, one lamb in its first year as an offering up, one hairy goat as a hatat offering, and as a slaughter offering of shalom, oxen, two rams five, he goats, five, and lambs of the first year, five. That was the near offering of Nashon, son of Aminadav. On the second day, Nathaniel, son of Tuar, leader of Yissachar, brought it near. He brought near his near offering. One dish of silver, thirty and a hundred its shekel weight, one bowl of silver, 70 shekels, according to the Holy Shrine shekel, both of them filled with flour, mixed with oil, for a grain gift, one ladle of 10 shekels of gold, filled with smoking incense, one bull, a young of the herd, one ram, one lamb in its first year, as an offering up, one hairy goat, as a hathot offering, and as a slaughter offering of shalom, oxen, two, rams, five, he goats, five, and lambs in the first year, five. That was the near offering of Nataniel, son of Tuar. On the third day, the leader of the sons of Zebulun, Eliab, son of Hilon, his near offering, one dish of silver, thirty and a hundred shekel weight, one bowl of silver, seventy shekels, according to the Holy Shrine's shekel, both of them filled with flour, mixed with oil, for a grain gift, one ladle of ten shekels of gold, filled with smoking incense, one bull, a young of the herd, one ram, one lamb in its first year, as an offering up, one hairy goat, as a hathot offering, and as a slaughter offering, of shalom, oxen, two rams, five, he-goats, five, and lambs in the first year, five. That was the near offering of Eliab, son of Hylon. On the fourth day, the leader of the sons of Reuven, Elitzer, son of Shadair, his near offering. One dish of silver, thirty and a hundred is shekel weight, one bowl of silver, Seventy shekels, according to the Holy Shrine shekel. Both of them filled with flour, mixed with oil for a grain gift. One ladle of ten shekels of gold, filled with smoking incense. One bull, a young of the herd. One ram, one lamb in its first year, as an offering up. One hairy goat, as a hat offering, and as a slaughter offering of shalom. Oxen, two, rams, five, he-goats, five, and lambs in the first year, five. That was the near offering of Aletzir, son of Shadeir. On the fifth day, the leader of the sons of Shimon, Shalumiel, son of Shaddai, his near offering. One dish of silver, thirty and a hundred, its shekel weight, one bowl of silver 70 shekels according to the holy shrine shekel both of them filled with flour mixed with oil for a grain gift one ladle of 10 shekels of gold filled with smoking incense one bull a young of the herd one ram one lamb in its first year as an offering up of, one hairy goat as a hatat offering and as a slaughter offering of shalom oxen two rams five he goats five and lambs in the first year five that was the near offering of shalumiel son of surashaddai on the sixth day the leader of the sons of gad eliaseph son of duel his near offering one dish of silver thirty and a hundred it's shekel weight one bowl of silver Seventy shekels according to the holy shrine shekel, both of them filled with flour mixed with oil for a grain gift. One ladle of ten shekels of gold filled with smoking incense. One bull, a young of the herd, one ram, one lamb in its first year as an offering up. Of, one hairy goat as a hat-hat offering and as a slaughter offering of shalom. Oxen, two rams, five, he-goats, five, and the lambs of the first year, five. That was the near offering of Eliaseth, son of Duel. On the seventh day, the leader of the sons of Ephraim, Elishama son of Amahud, his near offering, One dish of silver, thirty and a hundred its shekel weight, one bowl of silver, seventy shekels according to the holy shrine shekel, both of them filled with flour mixed with oil for a grain gift, one ladle of ten shekels of gold filled with smoking incense, one bull, a young of the herd, one ram, one lamb in its first year as an offering up, one hairy goat as a hatchet offering, as a slaughter offering of shalom, Oxen, two, rams, five, he goats, five, and lambs in the first year, five. This was the near offering of Elishama, son of Amahud. On the eighth day, the leader of the sons of Manasseh, Gamliel, son of Badetzer, his near offering. One dish of silver, thirty and a hundred its shekel weight, one bowl of silver, seventy shekels according to the holy shrine shekel, both of them filled with flour, mixed with oil for a grain gift, one ladle of ten shekels of gold filled with smoking incense, one bull, a young of the herd, one ram, one lamb in its first year as an offering up. One hairy goat as a hattet offering and as a slaughter offering of shalom. Oxen two, rams five, he-goats five, and lambs in the first year five. That was the near offering of Gamliel, son of pedetzur On the ninth day, the leader of the sons of Binyamin, Avedon, son of Gidoni, his near offering, one dish of silver, thirty, and a hundred, its shekel weight, one bowl of silver, seventy shekels according to the holy shrine shekel, both of them filled with flour mixed with oil for a grain gift, one ladle of ten shekels of gold filled with smoking incense, one bull a young of the herd, one ram, one lamb in its first year as an offering up, one hairy goat as a hatat offering, and as a slaughter offering of Shalom, oxen, two, rams, 5 he e-goats, five, and lambs in the first year, five. That was the near offering of Abadan, son of Gidoni. On the tenth day, the leader of the sons of Dan, Ahazer, son of Amishaddai, his near offering, One dish of silver, thirty and a hundred, its shekel weight. One bowl of silver, seventy shekels, according to the holy shrine shekel. Both of them filled with flour, mixed with oil, for a grain gift. One ladle of ten shekels of gold, filled with smoking incense. One bull, a young of the herd, one ram, one lamb in its first year, as an offering up. One hairy goat, as a hatted offering. And as a slaughter offering of Shalom, oxen two, rams five, he goats five, the lambs in the first year five, this was the near offering of Ahiezer, son of Ameshadai. On the day of the eleventh day, the leader of the sons of Asher, Pagiel, son of Akran, his near offering. One dish of silver, thirty and a hundred its shekel weight. One bowl of silver, seventy shekels according to the holy shrine's shekel. Both of them filled with flour, mixed with oil for a grain gift. One ladle of ten shekels of gold filled with smoking incense. One bull, a young of the herd, one ram, one lamb in its first year as an offering up one hairy goat as a hatat offering and as a slaughter offering of Shalom. Oxen, two, rams, five, he-goats, five, and lambs in the first year, five. That was the near offering of Pagyel, son of Ocran. On the day of the twelfth day, the leader of the sons of Naphtali, Ahira, son of Anan, his near offering one dish of silver thirty and a hundred at shekel weight one bowl of silver seventy shekels according to the holy shrine shekel both of them filled with flour mixed with oil for a grain gift one ladle of ten shekels of gold filled with smoking incense one bull, a young of the herd, one ram, one lamb in its first year as an offering, up; one hairy goat as a hat-hat offering, and as a slaughter offering of shalom oxen, two rams, five he goats, five, and lambs in the first year, five. That was the near offering of Ahira, son of Anan. This was the initiation offering for the slaughter site at the time of its being anointed from the leaders of Israel. Dishes of silver, twelve. Bowls of silver, twelve. Ladles of gold, twelve. Thirty and a hundredweight per one dish of silver, seventy per one bowl. All the silver of the implements, two thousand four hundred by the holy shrine shekel twelve ladles of gold filled with incense ten ten weight per ladle, ladle by the holy shrine shekel all the gold of the ladles twenty and a hundred all the oxen for the offering up twelve bulls rams twelve lambs in the first year twelve with their grain gift hairy goats twelve for the hathat offering, and all the oxen for the slaughter offerings of Shalom, four and twenty bulls, rams, sixty, he goats, sixty, lambs in their first year, sixty. This was the initiation offering of the slaughter site after they had anointed it. Now, When Moshe would come in the tent of appointment to speak with him, he would hear the voice continually speaking to him from above the purgation cover that is atop the coffer of testimony, from between the two winged sphinxes, and he would hear the voice, continuously speaking to him. And so ends the longest of chapters, the recital of the dedication of the slaughter site, a tax listing, a tithe listing. A reading of Numbers from the translation of Everett Fox in June of 2019, chapter 8. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Aharon and say to him, When you draw up the lamp wicks toward the front of the lampstand, let the seven lamp wicks give light. Aharon did thus. Toward the front of the lampstand, he drew up the lamp wicks, as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. Now this was the constructed pattern of the lampstand, hammered work of gold. Even up to its stem, up to its petals, it was hammered work. According to the vision that Yahweh had Moshe see, thus the lampstand was made. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Take the Levites from the midst of the children of Israel and purify them. Thus you are to do to them, in order to purify them, sprinkle on them water of Hatat decontamination. They are to pass a razor across their whole body and are to scrub their garments. Then they will have purified themselves. They are to take a bull, a young of the herd, and its grain gift, flour mixed with oil, And a second bull, a young of the herd, you are to take for the hat offering. You are to have the Levites come near before the tent of appointment. Then you are to assemble the entire community of the children of Israel. You are to have the Levites come near before the presence of Yahweh. And the children of Israel are to lean their hands upon the Levites. Aharon is to elevate the Levites as an elevation offering before the presence of Yahweh on behalf of the children of Israel that they may serve the serving tasks of Yahweh. Then the Levites are to lean their hands on the head of the bulls. They are to assign the one as a hattat offering and the other as an offering up to Yahweh to effect ransom for the Levites. Thus you are to have the Levites stand before Aharon and before his sons, and are to elevate them as an elevation offering to Yahweh. And you are to separate the Levites from the midst of the children of Israel. Mine are the Levites to be. After that the Levites may enter into the service of the tent of appointment, when you have purified them and elevated them as an elevation offering, for given over Given over are they to me from the midst of the children of Israel, in place of the breacher of every womb, the firstborn of every one of the children of Israel, I have taken them for myself. For mine is every firstborn among the children of Israel, of man and of beast. At the time that I struck down every firstborn in the land of Egypt, I declared them holy for myself. I take the Levites in place of every firstborn from the children of Israel, and I give over the Levites to be given over to Aharon and to his sons from the midst of the children of Israel, to serve the serving tasks of the children of Israel in the tent of appointment, and to effect ransom for the children of Israel. That there not be among the children of Israel any plague, when the children of Israel encroach on holy things, Moshe, Aharon, and the entire community of Israel did regarding the Levites according to all that Yahweh had commanded Moshe regarding the Levites. Thus did they, they did regarding them, the children of Israel. The Levites decontaminated themselves and scrubbed their garments. Aharon elevated them as an elevation offering before the presence of Yahweh. And Aharon effected purgation for them, to purify them. After that, the Levites entered to serve their serving tasks, in the tent of appointment, in the presence of Aharon, and in the presence of his sons. As Yahweh had commanded Moshe regarding the Levites, thus they did regarding them. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, this is what is to be done regarding the levites from the age of 5 and 20 years and upward they are to enter the working force to join the force in the serving tasks of the tentable appointment from the age of fifty, and from the age of 50 years they are to retire from being on the force for the serving tasks and shall not serve any more they may attend upon the brothers of the tent of appointment to keep the maintenance duty, but service duty they are not to serve. Thus you are to do, regarding the Levites, in reference to their duties. So in chapter 8 in only five and a half minutes. Ooh. Reading Numbers in Everett Fox's translation in June of 2019, chapter 9. Yahweh spoke to Moshe in the wilderness of Sinai in the second year of their going out of the land of Egypt at the first new moon, saying, The children of Israel are to sacrifice the Passover offering at its appointed time. On the fourteenth day of this new moon, between the setting times, you are to sacrifice it at its appointed time According to all its laws, according to all its regulations, you are to sacrifice it. So Moshe spoke instructions to the children of Israel to sacrifice the Passover offering, and they sacrificed the Passover offering in the first new moon, on the fourteenth day after the new moon, between the setting times, in the wilderness of Sinai, according to all that Yahweh had commanded Moshe, thus did Children of Israel. But there were some men who were Tamai by reason of a dead human person, and so were not able to sacrifice the Passover offering on that day, coming near before Moshe and before Aharon. On that day, those men said to him, We are Tamai by reason of a dead human person, but why should we have a privilege taken away by not being allowed to bring near the near offering of Yahweh in its appointed time in the midst of the children of Israel? Moshe said to them, Stand by, and let me hear what Yahweh shall command regarding you. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, A man, any man, when he is tamai by reason of a dead person, or is on a long journey among you or among your generations, and sacrifices a Passover offering to Yahweh, In the second new moon, on the fourteenth day, between the setting times, he is to sacrifice it. Together with matzah and bitter herbs, they are to eat it. They are not to leave any of it until morning. A bone is not to be broken from it. According to all the law of Passover offering, they are to sacrifice it. But a man who is ritually pure, or who has not been on a journey, and holds back from sacrifices the Passover offering, cut off will that person be from his kinspeople, For the near offering of Passover for Yahweh he has not brought. Near its appointed time, his sin he is to bear that man. Now when a sojourner sojourns with you, and sacrifices a Passover offering to Yahweh, according to the law of the Passover offering, and according to its regulation, thus he is to sacrifice it, one law alone is there to be for you, for the sojourner and for the native of the land. Now at the time that the dwelling was set up, a cloud covered the dwelling over the tent of testimony, and after t- sunset it remained over the dwelling as the appearance of fire until break- daybreak. Thus it was regularly. The cloud would cover it, an appearance of fire at night. According as the cloud was lifted up from the tent, after that the children of Israel would march on, and in the place that the cloud would take up dwelling, there the children of Israel would encamp. By the order of Yahweh, the children of Israel would march, and by the order of Yahweh, they would encamp. All the days that the cloud dwelt above the dwelling, they would remain camp. Now when the cloud lingered over the dwelling for many days, the children of Israel would keep the charge of Yahweh and would not march on. At such times as the cloud remained for a number of days over the dwelling by order of Yahweh, they would remain in camp, and by the order of Yahweh they would march on. At such times as the cloud remained from sunset until daybreak, when the cloud lifted at daybreak, they would march on, whether by day or by night. When the cloud lifted, they would march on, whether two days or a new moon or a year of days. When the cloud lingered over the dwelling, dwelling over it, the children of Israel would remain in camp and would not march on. At its lifting up, they would march on. By order of Yahweh they would encamp, and by order of Yahweh they would march. The charge of Yahweh they would keep, by order of Yahweh, through the hand of Moshe. So ends chapter 9. Numbered. Footnotes. Week 2. Counting. Chapters 4 to 9. Last week, In a couple of days, we introduced an imaginary army at Sinai of 603,550 warriors, not to mention children and women, arrayed in groups of three tribes on each side of four sides of the tent. In addition, the Levites were arrayed closer to the tent on the four sides in their clans with detailed duties. So this week, we played... The listing of the peoples, in a drama initiating the tent and slaughter site, by a daily procession of tribes contributing their tithes or taxes, join the ancient tradition of listening to the rhythms of language. Imagine belonging to such a host, participating in such a pageant. Consecrate the priests to their tasks. Confirm the if-then rules casuistry for observing Passover if you are unclean or a resident alien, and that'll nearly complete the ten chapters of Counting in the Wilderness. Monday, elaboration of the particular duties of the Korahites, and and in turn the Gershonites and the others, drilling down into the elite of the elites, handling the holiest things, Spoiler alert, Dakara Heights will mess up, or at least conflicts amongst the elites will sully their reputation in times ahead. Who are the elites in our peoples? Tuesday, opening with treatment of dead bodies and those who come into contact with them. That moves us from us and holy to not us and unclean. Most of the day is spent on jealousy and infidelity, an apparent misogynist moralism. Engaging this corrosive phenomenon may prepare us for the sins to follow in numbers. Wednesday, the Nazarite vows of purity are outlined. Whilst most of the priesthood is hereditary as introduced, this offers a voluntarist setting apart. It comes up again in the former prophets with examples like Samson, Samuel? The P priestly voice is managing old J-Yachmist and E-Eloist traditions. We end with the priestly blessing. I think you know it. Thursday. It takes me sixteen minutes to read chapter seven. Sorry about that five-minute-a-day thing. The recital of tribes bringing sacrifices to initiate the slaughter site. As a record of a single event, it's neither plausible nor helpful. But as a model of paying tithes or taxes to the collective good, it's inspiring. Imagine reenacting such processions in annual worship at a temple in any era. Why do smaller and larger tribes pay the same amount? Friday, consecrating the Levites, is briefer in chapter eight, but the idea of God demanding the firstborn and Accepting the Levites in lieu of payment is even more alien than yesterday's talk of taxes. They enter the tent to handle holy things in their prime. No kids, no daughter and old ministers, no women are deemed fit. Saturday, chapter 9, considers the if-then rules for participating in Passover sacrifices. Does ritual impurity not moral failing, exclude me? What about alien residents amongst us? It's a privilege to participate and a sin to withhold your gifts. It's not limited to belonging by birth. People can be included or excluded by choice.